lovely people, I'm Halo Quinn, your host this evening. Thank you for showing an interest in tea, the Enchanted Academy, or the hot beverage, which is magic. And thank you for joining us to listen to the introductory chat on the elements of magic. So welcome back to part two. This is starts with a meditation that I had to record separately because the original audio glitched ever so slightly, which brought up some interesting ideas and thoughts on the nature of leading meditation and visualizations and going on those trance-like journeys and some of the things that we can do to make our practice with them a little bit easier if we are, especially if we are the kinds of people who tend to get distracted or need to fidget for whatever reason. So I hope you enjoy this uh, second half of this Elemental Magic chat and if you haven't already do swing by the Enchanted Academy Discord or T for short and join us for conversations and chats and all sorts of wonderful magical enchanting things in the future. For now, I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Welcome to Elemental Magic Part 2 with Halo Quinn and the lovely visitors to the Enchanted Academy. I invite you to close your eyes and relax. Take a deep breath and as you breathe out, allow any tensions that may be in your body to ease away. With each breath, you relax deeper, further, And any stresses just drift away with that outbreath. Your muscles relax and you are supported by the earth beneath you, the land, the planet that holds us. Feel yourself supported. Relaxed and resting on the earth and breathe in and breathe out. And with every breath, you relax more and sink deeper into trance that oh so natural state of dreaming while awake stable and supported you relax and drift And you begin to be aware of your heart, of the core of yourself, 
safe and sound. I invite you to turn your attention to the east, to the rising sun. And breathe in that fresh breath of dawn air, the spark of inspiration, of communication. That breeze that blows away the cobwebs and opens up your eyes, your heart, your mind to new thoughts. Take a moment to feel that element of air and all its power to inspire, refresh, to carry words, communication, life. And breathe with that freshness of air. And just notice what that feels like. And now I invite you to turn back towards the centre and continue on. Turn your attention past the centre and to the west where the sun sets over the waters, over the ocean, over the ebb and flow guided by the moon. of the tides of emotion and the flow of blood through your veins, pulsing. In the west is the power of water, the element of water. Feel how it flows through you. How it flows through the world, in the rivers and streams, in the blood and tears of sadness and joy, in the rains that wash away the dust, that waken the seeds, that flood and that feed. Take a moment to notice how the element of water feels. And now I invite you to return to the centre. Bring your awareness back to the heart of you. And turn to the south the height of the noonday sun, where the element of fire lives. Move with me now to the south. Feel the heat of the flame of the sun warm on your skin. And know, remember, feel all the different types of fire 
that you use throughout the day, that you have lived with and worked with and played with. The campfires around which we gather to share our songs and our stories. The flame on the stove and in the boiler. The electricity that runs through the walls and brightens our rooms through the lights, through the sparks in the bulbs as the wire burns. Take a moment to feel fire, the element of fire, that heat and drive and passion that moves us forwards, that spark of daring, of willing, of wanting, the desire that drives us forward. Notice how the element of fire feels to you. And I invite you to return with me to the centre once more and through that point. Send your awareness to the north. Where it is dark. And the sky is full of stars. Where the night gathers. And the forests grow. This is the mountainous realm of the element of earth. Where the stones and the bones of the land and the ancestors are where the rich, fertile soil of darkness and dreams and dirt rests. And take a moment to notice how the element of earth and all its green growing and dark nurturing feels to you. And now I invite you to return to the centre of the crossroads that we have made with our awareness from east to west and south to north. Return to the centre where your heart rests, where you begin and end, where all four elements meet in spirit. Here is the here and the now. Here is the timeless moment where all choices are made again and again. In the still point where all motion is possible, where above is the expansive sky and below the deep rooting earth, 
in the center. You are spirit incarnate. Able to reach out to the mysteries at the edges, at the ends of all the paths of the crossroads. The mysteries that are present where those paths cross in you. Take a moment to notice how you feel resting in spirit as an element. And I invite you to return to yourself, to return to where you started, with your body resting relaxed upon this planet Earth, knowing that all five elemental powers are always within reach of you. Take a deep breath and return to yourself. And when you are ready, open your eyes. So how did you find the bit that you did here? I found it, um, it's interesting, I get I, ADHD as can mm. relate, is that it's often quite hard to focus, when you're told to close your eyes and start drifting off, it is often very, very hard to actually stay in the moment of what you're supposed to be thinking about and not just disappearing and then five minutes later go, oh, we're opening our eyes now, oh, I, di oh, I didn't hear any, oh. Um, but it was interesting that setting the compass points almost like like drew a bubble around my thought like it was always because I had that that representation of something that normally sits in a circle it was like it kept it was like my like I could wander but only to the parameters of of those direction points it was very interesting because I've not experienced that in quite I don't think anyone's ever used a compass in anything that I've done that has been a meditation or a mindfulness session so it was interesting to know that that is a thing that interestingly my next tattoo is also going to be a compass so you know that's weird I really like that that's really cool I I often find for me I can't sit still for things so it, if you guys opened your eyes you probably saw me wet, uh, rocking and um, normally for meditations I'll stand up yeah um and I'll sway and facing a direction like they're kind of like we're turning towards this direction and then you get used to that you know that you're going that way for a bit and then by default you know you're going to be told to go a different direction like again like men again mentally that was much easier to stay linear rather than just disappearing into the ether that's really useful i will remember that for yeah. future that that's i had a very unfocused thought I had to open my eyes to try to, to lip read, which 
the, the, the screen was way too far, but I saw you going left and right. And, I, and then I thought, if I, when I'm going to do the next meditation with people, I can use that to take track of how long I'm silent in between. So that was very unfocused, but helpful. Yeah, I, I use the movement to keep my keep me on track because that input to my body helps me feel it helps yeah. my mind stay more focused. Um and yeah, you can feel time yeah. passing then. I don't I don't have a good sense of time passing, which reminds me, no, it's fine. It's only ten to nine. So so feeling yes. that is is good. So I'm glad. There's a, pen, there's a pendulum movement. Isn't it? it's, it's, that's we're taught that that's a that is a measure of time. Is a pendulum or a metronome or something doing it. We have an internal body clock that does recognise that motion mm. for some reason. And also, um, rhythm is good for trance. So, as most of us know, a a steady beat will take your your mind into the right brain waves which also links back to Sorry. it links back to drama exercises and things like that like that and you know i used to teach drama to five-year-olds and getting them to focus get them clapping get them clapping a rhythm get them tapping on on their knees or anything like that and instant focus <laughs> <laughs> so what i might do in Next time, if I'm going to do a meditation, I will record it beforehand <laughs> to avoid tech trouble. Really like the way you followed the sun. Never seen that before. That was really interesting and good. Um, yeah, I'd like to also like repeat that. Like, I really loved what you said about ADHD, Tanya, because like I really appreciated being told that I could move and like feel like it was really helpfully done for from like the perspective of someone who fidgets um, which i appreciate a lot thank you i'm glad that i'm glad that was helped so okay um so the actual elemental side of it because of of technical issues uh less helpful but um from a, a meditation perspective that was an interesting experience for everyone by the sounds of you're gonna say something pearl uh i was gonna say that i was thinking about the moving through the elements the whole time and i realized that when i got back i kind of like had like a wee variation on a circle casting so that was useful excellent one of the other things to bear in mind is that uh, even if you drift off, there's a part of you that's taking in the information. So obviously less so with when you couldn't actually hear it, but there's there's the energetic component that's coming through, um, which hopefully because we all started in the same place, you'll have been held by that energy as well. So there'll be a part of you that has access to, to that. Um, and that's something that it said if you fall asleep during a guided meditation or if your mind drifts off or whatever, there's a there's a part of your subconscious or whatever that's that's actually your spirit that's taken that in. Um, and I find that that 
holding that thought is helpful for me and more helpful for me when I'm in a guided meditation than stressing about the fact that I've lost track of where we are. Um, I, yeah, I often uh, would fall asleep during guided meditations and things or, and um, I did have, um, uh, yeah, a regular group that I'd go to and someone said that often when you think you've fallen asleep, you're actually just absorbing things on a deeper level. And I always thought that's nice, but it's probably kind of bullshit, right? Um, but one day, I um, uh, about a year or two ago, I was in pairs and we were um, guiding the other person down into a guided meditation. And because I was only guiding one person and there was like three different stages I wanted to go to, like rather than um, hurrying them along, I was able to actually just kind of like ask, you know, are you able to give like a little breath or a little nod while you're in this trance state to let me know when you're finished and you're ready to move on? So at each stage in the trance, I'd ask them if they were like ready to kind of go and they'd just give like, you know, they were deep in trance, but they were able to just give like a little head shake or a little nod, right? So I go through the first two stages and then at the third one, I'm going like, okay, is it like it's time to come back now. Are you done yet? And it was like, no. And I was like, okay, wait a little bit longer. And it's like, it's, you know, um, so are you kind of done now? And they were like, no again. And I was like, okay, everyone else is starting to finish up. And I'm like, okay, even if you haven't finished now, the work that you're doing now is going to continue in the apparent world. And now it's time for me to bring you back. And then I kind of brought them back. And so then when we did the talking, they gave this really detailed thing about the first two stages of the trance. And then we're like, and then I fell asleep. And I was like, no, you didn't. 100% you didn't. You, 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 you told me you were actually really busy. And then you came back and they didn't, and they thought they were asleep. So I was like, hey, okay. That's kind of, I guess that's where, where lucid dreaming sits, I guess, with that kind of, and I, I did an amazing work. I still remember this. I must have been about 14, and I went on one of those gifted and talented weekends away that they like to send you on, again, with the, with the ADHD tick of, oh, it makes sense now. Um and one of the activities, and I was about 14 and had never done anything. And mindfulness wasn't a thing in the way it is now. So it wasn't, you know. And we did we did a session that was called Creative Dreaming. And it was the most incredible experience. Like, like it, it's so vivid in my mind. And it has stayed with me, obviously, ever since. And, it, yeah, we basically were... Put, yeah, the only thing I can compare it to is being put into a trance and being guided through and basically forcing you into a state of lucid dreaming. So you were completely, and we, and you know, when we woke up, we were able to, you know, tell back exactly what we did and what we were seeing and what we were doing, having felt like we'd been asleep for half an hour. That's really cool. And it, it was very, but it was incredible. And that was, a, I guess that was kind of another thing on my list of moments that I've just held on to and gone, there's something else. There's another level of energy going on somewhere that we can do something with. That does sound really cool. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so um, I'm going to wrap up for us now. Um, doopy, 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 doopy. Sorry, that was my, please hold, my brain is engaging uh, music. 
So, um, in terms of the the elements of magic and applying it in practice, and um, so applying it in practice and in your uh, magical work like that. So there are several different ways of of engaging with the elements um, just off the top of my head. Um, You can engage with them as uh, energies. Say you need some clarity of speech. You're going into an interview and you need to be able to speak clearly and calmly. You might want to uh, tune into the feeling and the element, the energy of air, which is the element of the mind and of communication and that clarity. So you might, before you go into the uh, into the interview, take a, a little bit of time to breathe and to fill yourself with that. Imagine filling yourself with that feeling and call on that feeling and that that energy of the clarity of a fresh breeze that brings that sort of crisp clean sense to it like when you wake up far too early and you've seen the dawn sorry I'm night owl um and you've seen the dawn and there's this this amazing crispness to the air that is the freshness of, of the new day well that that feeling, that part of, of air, if you tune into that feeling and tune into the energy behind it and fill yourself with that, you can then channel that through you in your interview. So there's one just like a practical way of doing it. Um, or if you're feeling uh, low on energy, you might tune into a, a feeling of a certain type of fire. There are uh, sort of ritual and spell working things where you might take something that's a representation of those elements and say again, say you need more more confidence in your life. For whatever reason, at this point, you desperate need of more confidence and maybe fire makes you feel confident. Right. And that's connected to that. So you could set up a, an altar to fire. A space a shelf a whatever where you've got objects that are representing fire um as a physical symbolic representation to remind you that you are able to draw on that that energy and to invite the that fiery confidence into your life you might set it up during a a ritual and do it as an actual uh, act of sympathetic magic um so setting up, up a space and lighting candles as an act of lighting confidence in your life. Um, so there's different ways you can use that. Once you've got a, a, a grasp on what each of the elements, how they interact with you and how they manifest for you in your life, uh, there are broad correspondences um, and they can get very specific and they're very often shared. But the way that they manifest can be very personal because we're each individual and we each interface with those energies differently we have had different experiences we have had different histories with them so we have a different relationship and you can deliberately build up a relationship with those energies that match the correspondences that everyone uses more so you can build the positive relationship with it in a particular way if you want to 
uh, and that's that can be very helpful, especially if working in a group. And you can also be aware of how those elements manifest for you and how they make you feel and what energies they elicit and invoke in you. Um, and that that shows where you personally overlap with those energies and interact with those energies um, and those symbols. So in a practical sense, having a bit of an understanding of a starting point, really, really helpful. And then noticing. So take some time to notice if you haven't already. And take some time to notice where the elements show up in your life. Where you see them, where you interact with them. What's missing? For a very long time, I didn't have a lot of earth in my life. As a result, um, a lot of the earthy things that are quite useful, like money and a healthy diet, were somewhat less stable for me. Once I started integrating the elements and balancing that out on a magical level for me, then somehow everything started to put itself more or less into place. Magic. Um, so, yeah, look at look at how what's missing in your life. Look at where things are. Look at what's really present. Um, and. Just. Take that information. There's no need to beat yourself up about it. There's no need to criticize yourself for it. There's no need to feel bad about it. It's just what is. It's just what's the case. That's fine. What is the case is fine. It is what it is. And what you choose to do with the information that you have now forwards means that you're stood at that crossroad and you make a choice. You might be further down one path or another and you go, well, actually, no, I'd rather be near the centre. You might be a long way down the path towards water. And actually, you'd rather be a bit further down the path towards fire for a bit. Or you might want to come back to that centre point and be able to balance those within you. And once you know whereabouts you are on that map, you know how, which direction you need to head, what you need to bring more of into your life. And that can be in your life overall and it can be in specific situations. So it's a using the, the compass as a diagnostic tool is quite handy. And um, thinking of the elements and their energies and the way they interact in your life helps you to locate yourself and find more of what you need and gives you a sense of where you might be able to start whether you want to light more candles and wear more red or pick up green stones and spend some time in the forest. I hope today's been useful and at the very least interesting. Um, it's been really lovely seeing you all. Feel free to continue chatting or interacting or whatever. If you've got comments, questions or anything, um, throw it in the group um and yeah thank you very much to everyone for coming that was really good thank you thank you lovely to meet you all bye awesome bye everyone bye
So that was the second half of the Elemental Magic chat that was a couple of weeks ago and the missing meditation which I needed to re-record re for you. Thank you very much lovelies for coming along and joining and listening all the way to the end if you're hearing this and you are very very welcome to come and join us in the Enchanted Academy in the Discord tea, uh, for more conversations and chats like this in the future. Do let me know what topics you are most interested in, if there's anything you'd particularly like me to host a discussion on or share my thoughts, drop me a line and we'll see what happens next on this grand adventure. Do come and visit me at haloquin.net, that's H-A-L-O-Q-U-I-N dot N-E-T, uh, and let me know what you thought. There is still space if you're on the mailing list, you've gotten an invite to T, the Enchanted Academy, so you are more than welcome to come along and hang out in the forum and chat there with people and share your experiences, share your thoughts and just generally help re-enchant the world. Thank you again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, bing! And now for a word from our sponsor, Halo Quinn. Hi folks, one of my great passions is fairies, and I actually have both a course out at the moment, Folkloric Fairy Magic, which you can sign up to to beta test on my website, haloquinn.net, and a new book, all that glitters. The next chat coming out will be a discussion and poetry reading from that book with some sections on there and talking about the Fae. But All That Glitters is a book of charms written for anyone who has felt that place where the air pushes back against your hands, where an unseen entrance to the other world awaits. Check it out and be enchanted by the wanderings and wanderings of a changeling bard. Until next time.